At The Home Depot, we're dedicated to helping you build the skills that get your home projects done right. That's why we offer free and interactive online DIY workshops. During the live streams, our knowledgeable associates help you tackle your DIY projects no matter your age or skill level. You can learn how to install new single pole switches as well as standard duplex and GFCI outlets. Register for free at homedepot.com slash workshops. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. Hey, it's Kim Commando today, your daily podcast to keep you up to date with all things digital and beyond. And I'd love to have you be a part of our podcast. You can make an appointment to speak with me. Just head over to commando.com and on the top right, there's a button that says email Kim. Fill that out and that's it. You know, I always like to kick things off with something super interesting. And I know that you're out there online dating and guys, you think that you are just so hot, mm-hmm. right? You're sitting there going like, boy, they're just going to love me if I can just rip off my shirt and show my 12 pack and my great hairy <laughs> chest. Oh, they're just going to drool and they're going <laughs> to just say, I am the man of their dreams. Mm-hmm. Okay. Research out new study from the medical journal, personal relationships. They say that if you're sending these spicy texts to someone you just started chatting with online, you're actually not helping yourself. You're shooting yourself in the foot. Mm. That's right. Shocker. Uh, yep. Researchers got 275 adults to imagine if they received either a normal greeting or something more explicit in a dating app. And guess what? These sexy icebreakers, negative. You don't want to do <laughs> well, that. That's right. People appreciate mystery. They appreciate, you know, companionship and trueness and substance and a lot less chest hair in their inbox. That's right. <laughs> right. And also, you want to watch out for anyone if you're online dating there who says that they live in an exclusive gated community <laughs> exclusive gated community that's prison yes <laughs> yeah. okay don't want to do that that's right it's friday tech lovers and that means it's time for kim commando today and you want to buckle up because i'm telling you this episode is just turbocharged and we also have a double delight for you uh two star players from the commando media verse we're talking about radio podcasts websites and newsletters and a whole bunch more first up we have our amazing content queen she's always here ali seligman and ali how are you going to impress the audience with your extreme intellect. Oh, extreme. Oh, man, no pressure. I have some updates you need to know about for basically all of your tech devices. And I have a good way for you to measure your steps or how much you're walking, how much you're exercising without having to buy anything fancy like a smartwatch. Hmm. Okay, so now we've been talking about getting steps because, you know, I'm like into like my 25, 30 miles a week. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, now... It's a little hot in Phoenix, Al. Are oh, you still oh, getting your steps? my gosh. Okay. I'm trying. I got to 10,000 yesterday, but there was a day where oh, it's it's so hard. You have to yeah. get out there really early or late at night. But still at 8 p.m., it's 105 degrees. So, But no, no, no. We're having the summer of positivity. <laughs> summer of positivity. Okay. You get a nice sweat, a good sheen. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Schwitz. Yes. <laughs> you know, and, and you don't you don't sweat. You glow. Women, we exactly. glow. Yes, of course. That's right. And then, of course, you hear Matthew. He's our magnificent millennial and internet scout. And so, Matt, what do you have for us? You know, I wanted to talk about how drones are helping fight wildfires all across the world, as well as a really cool, handy use for the Notes app on your iPhone. And we're going to talk about the first posts on every social media. Oh, there you go. All right, let's kick things off with the news. And I don't know, maybe it was just me, but until I read the story, for some reason, I thought that when satellites were in space, they kind of like said, like, this lane is my lane, this lane is your lane. You know, and, and if they wanted to, like, you know, jump a lane, they like put on a blinker and they went into the next lane. I didn't really just figure out, like, 
really, truly, until this past week, that they're just all up there and like control chaos. Yeah. Okay. And the reason why I bring this up is that each SpaceX satellite dodges objects in orbit 140 times a day. <laughs> whoa. Oh my God. Could you imagine that? It's like, whoa, there's another one. Whoa, there's another one. It's like rush hour all the time. It yeah. is. So they're bobbing and weaving out of this, you know, intergalactic traffic. Now there are over 4,000 of these Starlink satellites in orbit. And since SpaceX started launching these satellites back in 2019, they've had to pull off about 25,000 maneuvers so that they didn't collide with anything. Whoa. Wow. Okay. All right. See, again, I thought it was just like, you know, you're, yeah. you fly an airplane, you have like yeah. these little routes you go on, you know, <laughs> yeah. if you get over like 40,000 feet, you may be able to miss a little waypoint yeah. along the way. You get no, three miles. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, exactly. So out of these 25,000 intergalactic moves, about 1,300 of them were to avoid debris from a Russian anti-satellite weapon that was back in 2021. Whoa. Yeah. So, so about 9% of the junk is still floating around. It's still the biggest headache out there, which reminds me of a story that I once heard. Reminds me of a story. Okay. Two astronauts are chilling on the space station when one turns to the other. You know, I can't find any milk for my coffee on this darn thing. And then the second astronaut replies, in space, no one can here use cream. Okay, that was a good one. Yeah, that was pretty good. All right, you know, because some of them I know, like, you know, I'm like, okay, that was even lame for me to say. Okay, but that one, you know, kind of cracked me up myself. All right. Okay, so Matt, you're talking about drones, right? Yeah, wildfires are like a really big problem. I know, especially here in Arizona, but also all across the world. We had just witnessed all of the wildfires in Canada and the smoke going in New York. It was crazy. But, you know, they're trying to use new technology to help fight these wildfires. And they've actually been using drones for quite a while to do a few jobs. So the drones are used to get close to the fires and see where the front of the fire is, to be able to go into cabins around there and find out there's people in there and to be able to track the spread of the fire. So they've been using drones for years. But drones have not been actually fighting the fire itself, spraying water, putting out the fire themselves until now. A company based out of Portugal called Viegas is actually building drones that can actually fight the fires. So how these things work is they have a long tube that hangs off the bottom of this drone. And this tube is filled with water. And then there's hoses coming off of that tube. It then flies about 50 feet above little smoldering fires. And it will release all that water, putting out these little brush fires or the edges of fire, what have you. Nice. Right? And this can be really, really helpful. Now... This is not a normal drone. This is enormous. <laughs> this has a seven foot wingspan. Whoa. It weighs wow. over a ton and everything in it is completely made out of carbon fiber to protect it from the heat, even the blades. So, you know, we think of normal drones that you can go get on Amazon or go to Best Buy, right? They're going to have those like plastic kind of flimsy um, propellers that if it got close to a fire, that would probably melt, right? <laughs> Not be good. No, e- exactly. Well, again, it's carbon fiber, so they can get into those hot positions. Now, it's not 100% done. They have a few of these prototypes out and they are fighting fires in Portugal. And actually, recently they were requested by the Canadian government to send these over there to help them fight the oh, wildfires cool. going on over there. Nice. But the company Viegas is actually trying to get um, grants from different governments across the world to make these things more affordable. They're actually trying to get the price down from what it is right now, which is over 250K to be about 100K so that they can sell a lot more to different firefighters across 
the country or across the world to help fight wildfires. So we'll see if this becomes a thing. I think it will be. That's incredible. Now, did you see any stats about how effective they are? They are incredibly effective at small fires. That's the goal of them is to be able to get to the edges of the fire to Mm -hmm. help stop little flare-ups when the fire jumps from a tree to another tree or a bush or what have you. But it's not going to be able to put out, you know, the entire fire just by a single drone. I mean, they're not huge. They are, but they're not like a plane, right, with that purple, that, you know, that red, gross, yeah. chemically yeah, stuff. What that is they, that anyway? I, I don't know. know. I, just... I think it's Cheeto dust. I'm not sure. <laughs> Close your mouth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that's good stuff, Matt. Thanks yeah. for sharing that. All right, so, oh, are we Bad News Alley again? I... <laughs> A little bit, but okay. I, I don't know. I'm, I, this is the update update because there are updates for everything right mm. now. Uh, when I say update problems, what do you think of? Uh, windows. Yeah, right? <laughs> windows. Yeah, yes. Exactly. Well, guess what? Surprise. This time it's Apple. Oh. Yes, they just released one of their new rapid security response updates. These are like, it's not like a full iOS update where you have to like, Wait forever, restart your phone. These ones are just really quick because they're trying to address little security issues. And this one fixed something that hackers were using. It was act- being actively exploited, except the update broke everybody's phones. Oh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, There were issues with Safari, and so a lot of websites didn't work. These are things like Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp, mm-hmm. Zoom. So, you know, things people might actually want to use. So they rolled back the whole update. Uh, if you installed it, you can roll back to a previous version so you can get rid of it. Um, and because this was an active exploit, I imagine they are working hard on fixing this. So look for that on your iPhone, your iPad, your Mac, whatever, soon, because there will be a new one for sure. Hmm. Uh, Windows, yes. There is a Windows update, too. Patch Tuesday fixes a bunch of issues this time, about 26. Some of those are critical. Uh, So You know, wait, I just had to say, you know, imagine if, just, I mean, let's just say it's not Windows. Let's say it's your car. Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, and GM rolls out an update that fixes 26 issues and one critical one. Yeah. Great. But because you say it's like Windows, everybody's like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, that's that's, that's that's fine. Yeah, that's that's what happens every month. Yes. Anyway, I'm sorry, Allie. I interrupted you. So if you have Windows 10, uh, 22H2, which is the 2022 version or Mm. the 2021 version, you will get this. I just had the pop up on my computer. Uh, Or you can go to settings and then click on your Windows update. And finally, Android. The July update is out for Pixels, which always get it first. I just got this one, too. Uh, There are lots of security issues resolved in this one, too. There are two different patches. uh, And the vulnerabilities range from moderate to critical. So if you get this on your phone, (laughs) yes, please update. If you have a Samsung or another Android... You'll get it later. It's usually a couple weeks behind. Uh, the Pixels always get it first. They make us test to make sure it works. Oh. So Okay, so basically, Al, you kind of cut to the chase. <laughs> update okay. everything yes. you own. Just do whatever you have, just yeah. update it because there are like not so bad problems, but there are really, really bad problems. Critical. Critical problems. <laughs> yes. And just you need to update. And on that happy note, let me tell you what's coming up because you don't want to miss this. I have a great tip about a mistake that you may be making with your rental car. We have secret tricks to use your notes app that you're going to love and you're going to use time and time again. Uh, You can also track your steps without buying more stuff. And of course, we have a great joke at the end. And who is it this week? I'm on joke duty. Okay, one's 10, Al. You know what? I'm going to say this one is an eight. (gasps) Oh, Oh, she's going out there. I I usually undersell myself, but you know what? I feel confident about this one. Now, Now, okay, could you go nine? 
could you go nine? Kim, don't tempt me. <laughs> <laughs> Ask me again later. Okay, that means it's a solid seven. So you don't want to miss it. Stay yes. right where you are. For the ones who get it done, the most important part is the one you need now. And the best partner is the one who can deliver. That's why millions of maintenance and repair pros trust Granger. Because we have professional-grade supplies for every industry, even hard-to-find products. And we have same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders. But most importantly, we have an unwavering commitment to help keep you up and running. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, we're so delighted to have you with us here on Kim Commando today because you are among the elite that you start your whole tech experience every single day with the Kim Commando Today podcast. But you also, I bet, get the current newsletter. If you're not getting the current newsletter, over, I don't know, 400,000 people are getting it every single day and you're going to totally love it. I looked at the stats this morning, guys. Mm. Okay. Um, We have 2,234 people so far that give us a thumbs up. Nice. Okay. We have 379 people that are like, Meh. I, I mean, I like it, but I don't love it. That's mm-hmm. what I was going to like. And then we've got 86 losers who just give us a thumbs down. Come on. Okay. What is up with that? Okay. So if you're not getting the newsletter, you're totally going to love it. Just head over to getkim.com. Or if you want to go like, I know, because you're tech savvy, you can go commando.com slash subscribe. Once again, that's commando.com slash subscribe. Once you're there, just give us your email address. And then you get the current news. And then we're going to be rolling out the tech tip in the afternoons. And then you get the security alerts all free. We have one sponsor a day, which reminds me. These are some great stats. So if you're sitting there listening, how can I reach a tech-savvy audience that will respond to an ad? Okay, This is the place, I'm telling you. I mean, Allie, what are our open rate over 50%? Yep. I mean, and people are clicking the ads, right? They really are, yeah. yeah. And, I, you know, we, we only put in ads that we can stand behind. So I think that that... That pays off, right? People trust them. So if you want to buy an ad, it's really simple. Just send us an email to currentads at commando.com. That's currentads at commando.com. Now, I will tell you, you know, I did get an email from somebody who said, you know, I wrote a kid's book and it's up on Amazon. It's an ebook, and I have $50 for an ad. Oh. You know what? We just can't take it. And I'm sorry. You know, when you when you have more money, you could come back to us. I mean, <laughs> but you know, and it's that sounds really crazy. I know it does, but I'll tell you a story. It was obviously on many years ago when David Friend came out. He was then starting out with Carbonite, and he said, "You know, I have a hundred thousand dollars to give you for ads to roll out Carbonite." And he showed me, oh, gave me the whole demo, and everything was going on. And I looked at him. I said, "You know what, David? I don't want you to waste your money." So I want you to take your $100,000 and go invest it into your company. And then when you have more money, come back and then we'll see what we can do. Okay. And he did. He came back. And at one <laughs> point he was spending a million or so a year with us. And so, you know, I, I don't want you to waste your money. So unless you have a decent advertising budget, just save your cash until you do. Because I always want to be able to look in the mirror and say, hey, we did right by that person. Yeah. Okay. So it, once again, it's current ads at commando.com. All right, let's do some tips. These are these yeah. quick little hits that people can use time and time again. And so you go to rent a car, right? It's pretty exciting stuff. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, do I get that extra insurance? What oh, do I no. do? <laughs> no, exactly. Okay. Do you have a free upgrade? That's always my question. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Can I get a free upgrade? Because uh, I don't like, I have a thing about red cars. I, I tell them that too, by the way. It always works. They're like, oh, you don't like red? I'm like, nah, it kind of makes me a little Lulu. They're like, oh, how about blue? I'm like, okay, blue's great. <laughs> um, <laughs> so you get in your car and you hook in your phone. And then what happens, all your data is directly imported into that rental car. So the bottom line here is that when you turn around and you turn in the car is just make sure that you go ahead and erase all your data. If you can do a factory reset, that would be one thing. Uh, so just a little tip to keep in mind as you're traveling around. But, you know, we're going to write about this in the newsletter because I just thought it was so cool. And yeah. I don't know if you saw the link, but it's to... Uh, a new car rental service. This is not a joke. This is true. There's, <laughs> there's a new rental car service in Vegas called Haro. H-A-R-O. Okay. This to me is crazy. Okay. You go online on your app, whatever, download the app, and you say, oh, I'm staying at the MGM. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I'd like to rent a car for a couple of hours or a day or two, whatever you want to do. Maybe you want to go do the car races in, which, in Vegas, which if you haven't done those, so fun. 10 laps in a pista. I was in heaven. Oh but my anyway, gosh. Uh, it was a little hot, but that's okay. Um, anyway, I digress. So you get on the app and you say, I want this car. It's an electric self-driving car. It drives itself to cool. the MGM. Oh, cool. Isn't that's awesome. that crazy? Yeah. Just, just drives itself right to, that's it, to the hotel. And Love you just that. get in and you're like, oh, thank you. I needed a rental car. Hmm. Okay. So what do you have for us, Matt? You know, there is a ton of these productivity and notes app that you can get from the app store. I know that some of them are really, really handy. I know, Ali, you use a few of them all the time. Notion, stuff like that. Yeah. But if you're just going to use it on your phone and you have an iPhone, the notes app might be the best one of these that you can use. And I have a few tricks that I've recently learned that I wanted to share with all of you that really, really are handy. So the first one is when you have a note, did you know you can add tags to it like hashtags? So if you're writing a note and let's say you're doing a grocery list. Well, if you type hashtag grocery list and then you go back to your main menu and in the bottom left-hand corner, you'll see a little folder. If you click that, it'll say create smart folder. Then you Ooh. just make it with that tag. And every time you put that hashtag in a note, it's automatically put in that folder. Nice. You know, I did not know that. Yes, me neither. I've actually been using this a lot because I have all these notes for planning my wedding, right? So I have, you know, the registry. I have people that have already sent us stuff. I have the list of guests and I just hashtag everything wedding. And it all automatically goes in that folder. So I don't have to worry about where it's going to be. Yeah, and, and sp yeah, speaking of your wedding, I just want to let you know, I don't have to sit at the head table. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> well, I was, working on the, I was working on the seating chart and I was like, she where do I put She prefer between you and Jenny? Yeah, I was yes. going to have her on like a throne in the corner was a thing. And it just says digital goddess but, around yeah, the top. And I'd be sitting there going, <laughs> yes, thank yes. you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? Oh <laughs> yes. I can, yes, indeed. <laughs> now, another one is a really good privacy one. You don't want people snooping through your phone, especially say it's like Christmas time and you have your list for everybody's presence and you don't want your wife or significant other to go through your phone and see what you're going to buy her, right? You can put a lock on any note you have that only uses your face. So even if they know the passcode to your phone, <laughs> they can't get in the note without your face. So what you're going to do is in any note, top right corner, three little dots, click it, boom, click lock. Done. Nice. And it automatically will lock that individual app or individual note so that no one else can get in it. Keeps it private for you. So those are some really handy things that you can just use in the notes app right away. You know, I love that because yeah. we were we were out at the boat 
And Barry's like, I need to make a list of everything that's wrong with the boat. You know, one thing that I've never had a boat like this before, there's always something wrong with the boat. Of I'm course. just telling you. It's like, it's like whatever day it is, it's like something doesn't work. Maybe it's Isn't like, there a joke about like break out the best thousand. day of a boat owner's life is the day they sell the boat? <laughs> yes, <laughs> there is. I'm not quite there yet. I'm still in the romance stage. Okay. Yeah. okay. Um, but he's like, I need, do you have a pen? And I'm like, um, I don't think so. <laughs> Um, let me look. And so I looked around the boat, couldn't find a pen. And then he, then he said, well, how am I going to make an, how am I going to write all this stuff down? And I looked oh at him I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> Is you, are you trying to make a list of things that are wrong with the boat? And he's like, yes. And I'm like, hmm, no tap. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. And then I showed him how he could dictate it. Oh, oh nice. And then, so, so then he just angry talked about the boat. <laughs> yes. his boat. This boat. <laughs> ah, goddamn mechanic. Yeah, I can't do anything <laughs> right. Ah, fixes one thing, breaks three others. <laughs> How about you, Al? What do you got for us? We're talking steps and walking. We just wrote about recently in The Current. This is kind of a, this is my I digress moment, but this is not a fitness podcast, but I'm going to talk about it anyway for a minute. <laughs> yeah. So that 10,000 number, you've probably heard us say by now, that was made up basically to sell pedometers. Um, the real thing to aim for, if you're trying to get in better shape, because this reduces your chance of a heart attack, a stroke, certain kinds of cancers, all kinds of stuff, is about two hours of activity a week. Mm. And I'm not saying you have to you know, go crazy. This is just like breathing a little harder than if you were sitting on the couch. So a brisk walk will do it for you. And so you want to track this stuff, right? And how do you do it? You don't have to buy a smartwatch. You don't have to buy a pedometer. You don't have to buy... You know, one of those $300 rings. You don't Hmm. have to get anything fancy. You can do it with your phone and the stuff that's built in. If you have, and the way this works, by the way, um, our phones have, I I don't even know how many uh, sensors. (laughs) So many. Tons. Tons. (laughs) And the accelerometers measure the acceleration of your phone as it moves. And so that paired with the GPS that can tell where you're going and if you're moving, I can give you a pretty accurate picture of how much you're walking. So you have a couple options. I would start with the built-in because you don't have to download anything extra. Uh, Google Fit or Apple Health, they work pretty well. They can give you a good idea of, you know, your heart rate around different times, your fitness level, your, you know, how much you've been walking, um, steps, mileage, whatever it is. Um, But there are some apps that are a bit more accurate. Uh, The third-party one's can, you know, do a little bit better for this. Map My Walk is the most popular option out there. Kim uses that one. Uh, And you're probably going to see more accuracy if you care about the steps. If you're just Mm. going for your two hours, whatever, keep track of it. But it is nice to see these things. And it, I don't know, it kind of makes you feel more motivated, right? When you see... It's like, you know, you're like, I did that. I did 25, 322 steps. Yeah. Yeah. And and it does, it, it seems to me that Map My Walk from Under Armour, it's free. Uh, yeah. is 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 much more accurate than the Apple app itself. Yeah. Uh, but they also have Map My Ride. I have like Map Everything. Yeah, I used like to use Map My Run. I will say those are free apps. You don't need to pay for some fancy app to do it for you. Just like you don't need a smartwatch, you don't need some app that's going to charge you $10 a month to measure yeah. your fitness, unless it's for something very specific that you need. Go with a free app for this, totally. Well, that's awesome. But I was thinking like we talked about before, like, you know, they have Map My Ride, 
map my walk, map my sex. I mean, it's just, <laughs> it's just yeah. like uh, Under Armour. They're just into everything. It's yeah. just kind of crazy. Hey, listen, if you love these short little tips, make sure that you get our Daily Tech Update podcast because every single day you get one tech update and then you get also a digital life hack, uh, which they're just exploding. And so if you're not getting this podcast, just sign up because what's really great about them, they're two minutes, okay, two minutes total. So what you do is you get up and then you fire up the podcast and then you start brushing your teeth. And then by the end, you have fresh tech know-how and you have fresh breath at the same time. (laughs) But speaking of steps, speaking of steps, what does Pink Panther say when he steps on an ant? What does Pink Panther say when he steps on an ant? Dead ant, dead ant, dead ant, dead ant, dead ant, dead ant. Dead ant. Dead ant. I, oh, I know. Boy. Okay. Sorry about that. Uh, coming up, we have one woman's amazing thrift store find. You know, I always read about these. Do you guys read about these? And you're like, yeah. how come it's always someone else? You know? Right. I just saw one about that. Yes. <laughs> uh, we have the first posts on social media platforms we're going to be sharing with you. And then we also have a way to make lists that you can access on any device. And of course, we have that incredibly funny joke, mm-hmm. kind of maybe almost, uh, from Allie at the end that you don't want to miss. Since our founding in 2000, we at the Center for Internet Security have always had one mission. It's to create confidence in the connected world for people, businesses, and governments. As a nonprofit, we do this by drawing upon our core competencies of collaboration and innovation. The world is changing, cyber threats are evolving, and IT resources are limited. All you want is a way to strengthen your cybersecurity programs efficiently and effectively. Let CIS help you with these efforts. We use a consensus-based process involving IT professionals from around the world to develop and maintain security best practices. These resources are proven to defend systems and data against threats, both on-premises and in the cloud. We also strive to help organizations of every size and maturity strengthen their cybersecurity programs. This includes serving U.S. state, local, tribal, and territorial government organizations. At CIS, we're all about making the connected world a safer place. Visit our website to learn more. Okay, so here's the deal. This is Kim Commando today, and it's a great podcast. And so we need you to do us a solid, do us a favor. Tell three friends about the Kim Commando Today podcast, because this way you get to spread the tech know-how. I mean, just don't keep it to yourself. I know you like to keep us your little secret weapon of sorts, (laughs) but, you know, we need to have more listeners. That's just it. Okay. Because it's competitive. So we yeah. need you to tell three people about the podcast. And while you're at it, if you learn one thing, and even if you kind of laugh at any of our corny jokes, is that you want to also give us a great five-star review. So, you know, just do it. Help us out. Tell three friends and give us a great five-star review. Okay. So here's the what the heck headline of the week. Woman finds four plates for $6 made by Picasso. What? <gasps> In a thrift store. No way. <laughs> That's right. Um, yeah, her name is Nancy Cavalier. She was shopping at a thrift store in New York when she picked up four cool plates. And they're black and they have a unique little smiley faces on them. She's like, oh, this might be fun for like when the girls come over for tea. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, When she gets back to the house, she checks them out a little bit further. And that's where she started to go like freaked out because on the back was Pablo Picasso's signature. 
Okay. Uh, I guess he had ceramics for a while, and he sold everyday items, plates and bowls and pitchers and things like that. So she had them authenticated. She put them up for auction. And she sold them for $16,000. Oh, baby. It's <laughs> a little bit of a, of a come up, I'd say. Yeah. Kind of makes you want to go to a thrift store, doesn't yeah. it? Just to sure does. Kind of look around. You know, I tried donating two classic board games to a thrift store, but they said they could only take one. And I asked, which one? And they said, sorry, we don't want trouble. <laughs> Mm. Board game jokes. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm sorry. I can't help it. I can't help it. It's just it. who she is. Yes. Yeah. All right. So, Matt. Yes. Our very own internet scout. Talk to us. Well, uh, if you haven't heard, there is a, another new social media out there. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, it's called Threads. It's like we needed more, right? Have, you, have like, you tried it? You know, I signed up the day after because everybody was like, you got to see this. It's crazy. It's not that crazy. I, I mean, don't understand it. It just looks like Twitter, right? Yeah. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking like, why? Yeah. Why do we need one more place? And then, uh, you know, then I love this because all the tech sites are like going, oh, it's going to be the Twitter killer. Uh-huh. It's going to be this. Okay. Okay. If you start really thinking about it. Okay. Twitter has what? 400, 500 million users. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, Facebook has 2 billion users. Yeah. Okay, and they're also on Instagram. Okay, so if they couldn't get 100 million out of the 2 billion to sign up. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's like 5%. Yeah. It's not, so that's that's why sometimes like, you know, I look at these, all these tech sites. I'm like, oh my gosh, just, you know, read beyond the headlines, folks. But anyway, so talk to us about threads. So- Everybody's trying to figure out their first thing to post on the on threads, right? I haven't posted anything, but there's a whole thread on the. Is that what they call them? Threads? On, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yes. There's a whole threads thing on threads of people <laughs> trying to discuss what the best thing posted on, what the first post from any company or celebrity or what have you is on threads. And that got me thinking. What was the first post on all these other social medias? I don't remember everybody having the conversation of like, no. what's going to be my first post on this or that or this? And it was a different time. So I thought I'd go through some of these sites and we can talk about the very first post. So we'll start with YouTube. There's a very famous video uploaded in 2005, the very, very first video. It's titled Me at the Zoo. And it's <laughs> Joe and Kareem just hanging out at the zoo by the elephant exhibit. Is there, and it has how many views? Oh like, my gosh. like 70 billion yeah, or something like that. Crazy thing. Yeah, it I is. think everybody, when you first get on YouTube, you're like, what was the first thing on Google, this? And then you Google it. it, and there you go, and you watch it. Wouldn't that be funny, though, if you Googled it and, you, and then you got Rickrolled? <laughs> <laughs> that would be hilarious. Uh, we should do some SEO poisoning. Yeah, 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 yeah. The first thing on Instagram was actually a picture taken at South Beach Harbor, uh, Pier 38 in San Francisco, and it was taken by Mike Krieger in 2010. It's a really plain photo, just like... <laughs> With the sepia filter that Instagram got famous for looking out at the ocean and it's just got that little Dutch angle where it's just slightly tilted and it's just like, okay, <laughs> okay. well. Let me tell you something. If that would have been taken today in San Francisco, it would have been like some drug addict sure, on trip sure. or something like that. I mean, it's awful there. <laughs> the first post on Twitter, I bet you can guess who did it. It was Jack Dorsey, obviously. Was Back it? In- Jack Dorsey? No, I know. I'm going to try to guess. <laughs> no, 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 I know. I want to guess oh. this one because I think I might know it. Okay, go ahead. Did he do a Hello World? He did not. <gasps> We're coming up to that one, though. We'll see if you can guess which oh. one that is. He actually just said, setting up my Twitter back in 2006. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Oh, wasn't it like T? They didn't spell it out back then. No, though. it was TWTR. Twitter. <laughs> Nonsense. Twitter. Yeah, Twitter. Because, you know, when he had too many characters, it was, you know, how could he write it? He couldn't out write Twitter? it, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. when you could only post 20 characters on <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> 
uh, TikTok used to be called something called Musical.ly. You might not know this, but it was a while ago. It was called Musical.ly. The very first thing on there was by a user called Poet is Dead. And it's like the weirdest video. It's from 2014. And it's just like panning around the sky in a park. It's like, (laughs) and how did that go from that to like dancing people in China taking all your info? I don't know, but that's how, (laughs) that's how it started. Um, Not necessarily a social media, but Wikipedia Uh, their very first page. Can you guess what the first page on Wikipedia was? Uh, Wikipedia. Wikipedia. It was for Wikipedia. Yeah. (laughs) But the first edit to Wikipedia was Allie. Hello world. Hello world. Made back in 2001. (laughs) Um, Next up is Facebook. The very first picture ever posted on a wall on Facebook was of course of Mark Zuckerberg sitting in that famous house in California where he lived with all the other engineers. And it's just him sitting at a table with his headphones on and a McDonald's cup in front of him and just sitting there programming. And that was the very first photo ever on Facebook. Being the worst. That that was interesting. Yep. Just being the worst. Now one more non-social media Airbnb. The very first home ever listed on Airbnb (laughs) was the Mushroom House Cabin that is in Aptos, California, and was listed in 2009. It's a little house that's shaped like a mushroom in the middle of California. (laughs) Of course That was the first one. Cool thing is, it's still available. You can still stay there to this day. It's still do you available. Get, do you get like mushrooms when you stay at the mushroom house? I mean, you can probably eat it. I think it's made of mushrooms. Oh, yeah, okay. there you go. <laughs> Finally, we got to talk about threads. The very first post on threads was on July 5th, not that long ago. And it was from Mark Zuckerberg. And it said, let's do this. Welcome to threads. Yeah, right. Boring. Okay. Nothing. Yeah. All right. Whatever. But this made me think... I went and looked at my very first post online on social media, but I'll do mine last. Why don't you guys tell me what, what your very first post on social media oh, was? Oh, man, I should have looked for, like, my live journal. <laughs> <laughs> your MySpace? I was just going to say MySpace. my MySpace account. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I did look at Facebook, and I had a post. So this was back in the days where everybody wrote their posts where it was like, it starts with your name, and then so you finish the sentence. Allie is. Allie is. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, and I was dreading work because I had <laughs> nice. to work early. Yeah. <laughs> oh, womp womp. Cool. Womp womp. Well, I, I I know what I tried to find my first Facebook post because you asked me to, Matt, and I, yeah. ADD kicked in, and all I all I saw was just like, you know, thirteen years ago, I I said I am back among civilization after 10 days with no internet access in the Galapagos Islands. (laughs) No internet. Uh, What was your first Facebook, Matt? Mine was, I was sitting in a college class and I just posted, I'm so tired, it's weird. (laughs) It's so weird. (laughs) All of our early posts were so cringy. I mean, it was hard to look at. I was like, I I completely agree. What about, I looked at my first Instagram. Yeah. Uh, True to form. Mine was some cookies that I had just baked. Oh, good. That's nice. I like that. And then you found mine, right? Yeah. And I had to ask you what it was. <laughs> it was Maui. Uh, Maui. It was yeah. uh, some of the lava rocks in Maui. And um, it was uh, January 1st. Oh. So obviously I, that was, you know, starting out a new yeah. year with yeah. the, a new social media app. And I was super excited because actually I was disappointed because when I looked, I was like, I only got eight likes. Oh. <laughs> You know, what's up with that? The filters back then. Of Oof. course. All those sepia and black and white filters. I thought I was being so artistic. My very first picture was literally the word bored in bubble letters written on a piece of paper. 
Okay, so we see a trend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Tired and bored. I was tired, tired and bored. bored. It's college. Tired and bored. I don't yeah. know what you want. <laughs> no, that's true. There is that. All right. Still to come, we have a way to make lists that you can access from any device. And Allie's got a really decent joke hmm. that you're going to like. And you don't want to miss that here on Kim Commando today. Since our founding in 2000, we at the Center for Internet Security have always had one mission. It's to create confidence in the connected world for people, businesses, and governments. As a nonprofit, we do this by drawing upon our core competencies of collaboration and innovation. The world is changing, cyber threats are evolving, and IT resources are limited. All you want is a way to strengthen your cybersecurity programs efficiently and effectively. Let CIS help you with these efforts. We use a consensus-based process involving IT professionals from around the world to develop and maintain security best practices. These resources are proven to defend systems and data against threats, both on-premises and in the cloud. We also strive to help organizations of every size and maturity strengthen their cybersecurity programs. This includes serving U.S. state, local, tribal, and territorial government organizations. At CIS, we're all about making the connected world a safer place. Visit our website to learn more. Hey, it's Kim Commando today, and that means you need to get the full package. And I want you to be a VIP. What that means is to get that VIP status is that you need to go to commando.com slash subscribe and get the free newsletters because you will be among the first to get the daily afternoon life hacks newsletter. So once again, that's commando.com slash subscribe. Once again, that's commando.com slash subscribe. So you're going to be talking about lists, Allie. I, I mean, am. How many lists do you think we run across on the internet every single day? The limit does not exist. Just like infinite lists. Trillions? Yeah. (laughs) Just keeps going on and on. I I saw a list. It said like a hundred things to do before you die. Okay. So I'm like, all right, I got to see this. Sure. So it's like, you know, like go see the Grand Canyon. Okay. okay. Uh, you know, bake a cake and also, but the thing that was missing, I got all the way to the bottom. Like, you know, the one thing that is missing, just one thing on this list of 100 things to do before you die. You know what was missing? What? Okay. Yell for help. (laughs) (laughs) What's going on with that? (laughs) All right. So talk to us about lists, Sally. Well, here is a really uh, dorky phrase that I never thought I would say on a podcast. Cross device compatibility. It's important. Seriously, though. (laughs) So say, you know, we're on all these different gadgets all the time. Yesterday, I kept track. I was on my PC working. I was on my phone, which is a Pixel. I was on my MacBook doing some work. Uh, I was on a Pixel tablet reading a cookbook. And I was on a Kindle reading a book. Wow. Okay. All of these different devices. And if I say I make myself a note or a list on my PC, if I can't access it on all my other stuff. Doesn't make sense. Yeah. What's the right. point? It's it's useless to me, right? Especially like think about our, Matt, your your grocery list example. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I make that on my computer and then what? I'm screwed when I get to the store right. because I forgot my list. So I think when you are looking for a solution, if you are the person Maybe you're like me and you have to write things down to remember them. Uh, You need a way to do that that's smart. And so this is me telling you as your friend, don't just use whatever notepad or, you know, open up the random program on your computer. You need to use something that you can use across all of your devices and it will seriously make your life so much easier. Now, I'll get to this in a minute. Like Matt said, I use a program called Notion, which I pay for because I think it's worth it. But you don't have to pay for anything. You can do this with stuff that's already built into your devices. And like a lot of things we suggest, go with whatever ecosystem you're already in. 
So if you are an iPhone person and maybe you have a Mac and an iPad, great, use Notes. Because if you're signed in with the same Apple ID across all of those, all your stuff syncs. And so you can see it everywhere. It's so nice. Uh, If you are an Android person and you have a PC and, I don't know, a Pixel tablet like I've been using, great. You can put the Google Keep app where you can use, um, you're probably a Google person, right? If you have all that Android stuff. Yeah, so you can use the Google products. So go with whatever system you're already in. And I bet you there's some kind of to-do list thing. You know, Apple and Google have one. There's stuff for Microsoft that you can use. If you don't like any of those options or if you don't want Google to be the one in control of this or you don't like Apple, whatever, you can go with a third party. There are so many options out there. We've written about them over the years. You can search the site for some of these names. But things like Todoist is good, mm. AnyDo, Evernote. I use Notion. Yeah. Like I said, some are free, some you pay a little bit for. I think I pay I pay for a year at a time, and I think it works out to like $8 a person a month. Oh. Um, my husband uses it too. And for us, it's worth it. So if you find a solution you love and you're willing to pay a little bit of money for it, fine, if you're actually going to use it. Otherwise, go with a free one, make sure it works for you, and then maybe you can upgrade later if you decide that it's worth yeah. it. You know, maybe I'll have to try that because you know me, I still have everything written in a book, <laughs> you know, and because I've tried all of this. Yeah. I used to be a book person too, yeah. because I, the same thing, I would like scribble on paper or I would scribble on, you know, digitally, like something in a little, you know, sure. open up a sticky on my computer. Sure. But then later you're like, where is that? Mm, where did that go? Yes. But I don't always have the notebook. So I do like doing it somewhere that feels like okay, all my that. thoughts live here. I'm going to try because I noticed that. Over the last couple of weeks, I haven't been writing things down in my book. Oh. You know, and I keep saying, okay, I have to start using it. I have to start using it. And I'm like, no, no, no. Okay, so Notion, it's, what'd you say, eight bucks a month? Yep. Okay, I'll have to try that. Okay, drum roll. Okay, Allie, take it away. All right. Little Johnny was playing outside and he saw a honeybee and he went over and he stepped on it. His dad saw this and he said, I saw what you did. And for that, you get no honey for two weeks. And Johnny said, I don't care. I don't like honey anyway. (laughs) Of course he did. (laughs) About 15 minutes later, Johnny, still playing outside, dad's keeping watch from the window, and a butterfly lands on his hand. And Johnny rips off one of the wings. His dad runs out and he said, I saw that. You don't get any butter for a month. And Johnny says, I don't care. I don't even like butter. (laughs) Later, Johnny and his dad go in for dinner. And Johnny's mom, she's cooking at the stove, and then she sees a cockroach on the floor, and she steps on it. And Johnny looks up at his dad and says, do you want to tell her or should I? Oh! Oh, you know what? That was good. That was good. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. That was actually very, you know what? I'm going to tell that one at dinner tonight. Yeah, I got a belly laugh out of me. That I was think good. That's, a, that's a really good one. And on that happy note, make sure that, again, <laughs> that you tell at least, well, since that was just a great joke. We used to say three people, but now you got to send five people. Mm-hmm. you got to send five people to us uh, to, you know, just send them a little note. Maybe you stand on the corner with a street sign, whatever it may be, spinning it, <laughs> saying, you know, listen to Kim Commando today. Just search Commando. You can just tell them wherever you get your podcast. And uh, thanks for listening. And make sure that you get our newsletters. And we'll see you again here next week, all three of us. But I'll see you tomorrow with another Kim Commando Today podcast. This program is a copyrighted production of Westar Multimedia Entertainment and protected by the copyright laws. Any rebroadcast or use of this program for commercial, business, economic, or financial purposes without the written permission of Westar Multimedia Entertainment is strictly prohibited. 
Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen.